Hi, this is Rick Warren, and welcome to Daily Hope. Did you know that when God looks at you, he doesn't go, oh no, I created that person? You gotta be kidding. What was I thinking? No, God never thinks that way. In fact, when God looks at you, he sees you as his treasured possession. Nobody values you more than God. I mean, nobody. God says in Isaiah 43, 4, you're precious to me. And in Deuteronomy 7, 6, he says, you are a people holy to the Lord your God, his treasured possessions. So we're going to look at that today, how valuable you are to God. And I'm glad you're with us. Let's get started. Today, on Daily Hope with Rick Warren, we continue in a new series from Pastor Rick that was taught recently at Saddleback Church in Southern California. It was an immensely popular series on surviving relationships God's way. It's called, You Make Me Crazy. And whether you know a crazy maker, or maybe you are one, this series is definitely for you. Now with part two of a message called, Six Keys to Peace in Relationships, here's Rick. If you've been around anybody for any length of time, you pretty soon figure out what irritates them. And you file that back in the back of your mind as tool to use when we get in an argument. It's a weapon of mass destruction. And you know what pushes their button. And you know what just ticks them off. And when you get in an argument and they say something that hurts you, offends you, or slights you in any way, then you pull out the big gun, you use the weapon of mass destruction, you push their hot button, and you go, and they go, and you go, works every every time. You know what the Bible calls that? Stupid. You're not getting any closer to the resolution. You're not helping the relationship. In fact, you're hurting it. It is not wise. If I'm wise, I don't antagonize your anger. I don't use weapons of mass destruction that I know are going to tick you off. I don't push your buttons even when I know what your buttons are. And even when you've already pushed mine, I'm going to be the wiser person and I'm not going to push back. Proverbs 20 verse 3 says this. Any fool can start an argument. Any fool can start arguments. The wise thing is to stay out of them. So don't be baited by internet trolls who, you know, they'll say something off the wall and then you get stuck arguing with them online. You don't even care about these people. He says, don't don't get baited. Don't, Don't get baited and don't antagonize people's anger. Now, during this series, We're going to have some fun because we're going to laugh at ourselves because we all use tools, tricks of the trade, skills in relationships that are actually counterproductive. They're hurtful, they're harmful, and they don't get you what you want out of a relationship. In fact, they get you the exact opposite behavior. But when we lack wisdom, we use them anyway. Now, there are lots of these. We're going to look at them in the weeks ahead. Let me just mention three of them today. Uh, Tools that you should never use because these always antagonize other people's anger. If you're wise, you're never going to do these things anymore with people in relationships. Number one is comparing. You might write that one down, comparing. You're going to antagonize somebody's anger when you start comparing them to anybody else. It always makes them mad. Why can't you be like so-and-so? Or you're always like so-and-so. Or you're just like your mother. Oh, that's very helpful. Okay. 
You can guess the predictable response to that one. You're just like your mother. Oh, thank you. Or you're just like your dad. 2 Corinthians 10, 12 says, anybody who compares is a fool. It's foolish. It's not wise. Never compare your wife, your husband, your kids, your yard, your boss, or anybody else. Because everybody's unique. Comparing antagonizes anger. Condemning antagonizes anger. Don't do it. When you start laying on the guilt in a relationship, you start trying to make people feel guilty for what they've done, you start trying to make them feel ashamed, you should be ashamed. All you're gonna do is get the exact opposite of what you expect. It doesn't work, it's foolish. Ladies, let me explain something to you. Every man is fighting his conscience all the time. Whether he realizes it or not, he may not even realize it, but every man is constantly fighting his conscience. When you decide to be a man's conscience, guess who he gets angry at? He takes all that anger he's fighting against himself and his own conscience and his own ethics and he just turns it on you. Is that what you want? No, no, you don't want that. So that's a foolish thing to do. Don't try to be somebody else's God. Don't try to be somebody else's conscience. You should, you must, you ought, you need to, you always, you never. Anytime you use those words, dumb. Because all you're gonna do is you're gonna take that guy who's fighting his own conscience and all of a sudden he starts fighting you because you represent his conscience. It doesn't work. Comparing and, and, and uh, condemning. And number three, contradicting. Always makes people mad. You ever watched a spouse correct every detail of a story while the other person's telling it? It's irritating. Anybody wanna give a testimony? Okay, it's irritating. It, if I'm wise, I won't antagonize your anger. If you're wise, you don't sweat the small stuff. Okay, you just don't sweat it. You don't sweat the small stuff. You don't get hooked into it. William James, a famous psychologist, said, wisdom is the art of knowing what to overlook. And there's some stuff you just need to overlook. And you're not trying to make a big deal of that. You're not contradicting. Proverbs 14, 29 says this. A wise man controls his temper. He knows that anger causes mistakes. Have you ever said or done anything stupid out of anger? Yes. Because when you get angry, your, your intelligence goes out the window. When you get angry, you say and do stupid things that are actually self-defeating. Did you know there's only one letter difference between anger and danger? When you get angry, you are in dangerous territory. You are about to hurt yourself with your own anger. The Bible says, wise man controls his temper, he knows that anger causes mistakes. So, if I'm wise, I don't compromise my integrity and I don't antagonize your anger. Number three. The third thing the Bible says, wisdom is gentle all the time. It's gentle all the time. It is courteous, the Bible says in the Living Bible. The NIV translates it considerate. If I'm wise, I'm always gonna be considerate. Look it up here on the screen. Philippians 4, 5 says this in the Bible. 
Let everyone see that you are considerate in most of everything you do. Oh, I didn't say that. It says, let everybody see that you are considerate in what? All you do. I don't like that word. I looked it up in the original Greek. It means all. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean I have to be considerate when people are inconsiderate to me? Yes. I have to be considerate to clerks who are jerks? Yes. When people are rude to me, I don't get to be rude back? No, not if I'm smart. If I'm foolish, I can get back. But if I want to be wise, if I want to have wisdom, I am always, always, always considerate. I am not allowed to call you names. I am not allowed to be rude to you. I'm not allowed to slur you back. I'm not allowed to get even because that puts me on the same level as you. I am always to be considerate. Now, this is so important. Wise people are considerate even when people are blasting away at them. Why? Because being considerate is the antidote to the two most common mistakes, foolish mistakes, that you make in relationships. The two most common mistakes that you make in relationships. And the first mistake you make is we react to what people say and ignore how people feel. Dumb. We pay too much attention to their words and not enough attention to their emotions. The words don't really matter. People say stuff when they're angry they don't even mean. They use words they don't even intend to use. They exaggerate things. But you need to look behind the words and look at the emotion because that's what it is. People don't always say what they mean, but they always feel what they feel. That's Rick Warren with a portion of today's message called Six Keys to Peace in Relationships. It's from the new broadcast series, You Make Me Crazy. We'll continue with more in just a moment. But first, you might not know this, but there's a whole lot more to Rick Warren than his best-selling purpose-driven life book. In fact, rickwarren.org is packed with resources taken from Pastor Rick's 30-plus years of preaching and teaching. This includes CDs, DVDs, free streaming sermons, Bible studies, small group resources, and much more. And it's all there at rickwarren.org. Also, you can request prayer, find out what it means to trust your life to Christ, and sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So, visit us online today at rickwarren.org. There's more daily hope with Pastor Rick in just a moment. Admit it. You probably have a relationship that could drive you crazy if you let it. Whether it's a boyfriend, a girlfriend, spouse, sibling, parent, co-worker, or that crazy relative you see once a year at Thanksgiving, a crazy maker can really make life difficult. That's why you need the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. In this six-part DVD series and study guide, Rick Warren brings sanity to your relationships so you can do more than just coexist and survive. You can thrive. Rick shows you in this powerful DVD series and study guide how to be wise in relationships, how to recognize who's pushing your buttons, how to resolve conflict, how to break free from abuse, how to escape the people-pleaser trap, and how to keep the crazy makers from making you crazy. The You Make Me Crazy study kit is perfect for you, your family, or small group. So request yours today. It's our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. Call 800-600-5004 to request the You Make Me Crazy study kit today. Call 800-600-5004. Once again, here's Rick. People don't always say what they mean, but they always feel what they feel. 
And so if you are wise in a relationship, you stop focusing on what your kids or your boyfriend or your husband or your wife or your boss says that just ticks you off and you start looking behind and go, what are they, what's the emotion they're feeling there and why are they feeling that emotion? That's what wise people do. You see, being considerate means simply mindful of the feelings of others. To be considerate means mindful of the feelings of others. Not the words, but the feeling. And if I'm considerate, even when you blast me, I look beyond and I go, well, now what would cause them to feel that way? And I, I just let the words roll right past me and I go, well, what would cause them to be that uptight, that irritated, that rude? Hurt people always hurt people. Unkind people are those who need your kindness the most. They need massive doses of kindness. When people are rude and unkind, they are screaming to the world, I'm in pain. People who are not in pain are, are kind. People who are always in pain are unkind and rude. Hurt people hurt people. So you look beyond the words and you look at the, the, the feelings. Romans 15.2 says this here on the screen, we must be considerate. That means mindful of the feelings of others. Of the doubts, everybody's got doubts. And the fears, everybody's got fears of others. Let's please the other person, not ourselves, in doing what's good for him and build him up. We react to what people say and ignore what they're feeling. Big mistake. The other mistake we do is we invalidate any feelings that we don't feel ourselves. I don't feel it, so you shouldn't. If I don't feel what you feel, then your feeling is dumb, it's irrational, it's illogical, it makes no sense, and you shouldn't feel it. And we just dismiss it because we don't feel it, then you shouldn't feel it. That's foolish. That is not wise. You ever played this game? It's cold in here. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it's cold in here. No, it's not. I'm cold. No, you're not. Actually, it's quite warm. In fact, I'm burning up in here. No, you're not. And you start arguing over, you know, all kinds of stuff. You know, it's just a feeling. It's not a fact. It's just a feeling. You can argue over facts. This is a feeling. Can somebody be cold and somebody else be warm at the same time? Yes. Yes. So why are you arguing about it? Whoever invented the dual control electric blanket should be given the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> it saved millions of marriages. Now if they can just figure out how to do the air conditioning in the car and a little thing right in the middle. You, when we invalidate other people's feelings because we don't feel it, we minimize that person. Guys, if your girlfriend or your wife says to you, I feel ugly. You don't dismiss it. You're not ugly. That doesn't help at all. You, what you need to do is say, why would you feel that? What would make you say that? Because you need to look beyond the feeling, I mean, I mean the, the words, and say, why would she say, I'm a, she's obviously not ugly. But for you to just say, you're not ugly, that's not helpful. That's not helpful. When they says, I feel ugly, you need to go, why would you say that? What's making you feel that today? Now you're getting to the real issue. Somebody says, 
I'm afraid. Well, don't be. Oh, thank you. That was very helpful. I really felt your moral support right there just then. I was, you know, I'm scared to death and you say, don't. Thank you very much. That is minimizing. Now, if you don't get anything else I say, get this today. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They're just there. Feelings are neither right nor wrong. They're just there. They're not facts, so you don't need to argue it. They're just feelings. And if I feel something, I shouldn't have to defend it. And if you feel something, you shouldn't have to defend it. Somebody should just go, I hear you. And maybe other people feel that way too. What we do is we try to convince people that their feelings are wrong and you're always gonna lose at that one. Number three, if I want to be wise, I won't minimize your feelings. I don't compromise my integrity. I don't antagonize your anger, push your hot buttons, and I don't minimize your feelings. Wisdom acknowledges your feelings and doesn't diminish them. You see, the typical reaction, when we don't feel what other people feel, we do two things. Number one, we belittle them. If you had a brain, you would know that's just not true. And you wouldn't feel that way. We belittle. That doesn't help. And the other thing, this is worse, is we play psychologist. Now the reason you feel this way is because your father, oh. (laughs) Okay. All right. You know, you are not a psychologist and you, you are condescending when you try to tell people why they feel the way they feel. You don't even know why you feel the way you feel. You can't figure out your own motives half the time. Why would you think you could figure out somebody else's? The moment you start judging somebody else's motives, you're playing God and you're wrong. That's a battle you're gonna lose. Don't play psychologist. Proverbs 15, four says this in the Bible. Kind words bring life, but cruel words crush your spirit. You ever come home from a day at work and play the game, my day was worse than your day? Well, I had this problem, and, you know, and you know, your husband or your wife or your roommate tells you all the bad things, and instead of you sympathizing, empathizing, and being considerate, you say, you think you had problems. <laughs> no, no, those are minor. Let me tell you what a real problem is. And you start telling your problem. Is that actually helping the relationship? No, it's foolish, it's dumb, it's not wise. The Bible says wisdom is gentle, wisdom is considerate. Is it possible you both had a tough day? Yes. Is it possible that you could be considerate of their tough day without having to top it? Yes. What am I saying? I'm saying if you wanna be wise, if you wanna stop making the same stupid relational mistakes over and over and over, you need to stop minimizing other people's feelings. You need to let your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your spouse, your parents, your children, whoever, you need to let them feel what they feel without minimizing it. You need to let them feel tired when they're tired and not try to talk them out of it. You need to let them feel depressed when they're depressed and not try to talk them out of it. You need to let them feel angry or alone or scared when they feel that way. Friends offer kind words, not remedies. The other day, Kay was being interviewed and they asked her, they said, do you wake up grumpy in the morning? She said, no, I usually let him sleep. 
she, she's considerate. She's, she's considerate. She lets me sleep in. Some days I don't believe in God before 11 a.m. <laughs> Number four, wisdom is willing to yield to others. You know, I have spent much of my life hanging out with people I totally disagree with so I could share the love of Jesus with them and help them come to know Christ, which means I've heard a lot of stupid ideas. I've sat in groups of people who share me stuff that's the most off-the-wall crazy idea. What do you do? You just smile and you nod (laughs) and you don't interrupt and you let them say their entire piece because what I've learned is if you let people say their entire piece, they'll let you say your entire piece. And then I can come back and say, well, here's what I think. Here's what I believe. Here's what the Bible says. And people go, oh, well, that makes sense. I never thought about it that way. But if you try to interrupt them in advance, you try to take them down point by point, you are being a fool. It is foolish to try to take people down point by point. You just make them mad. That's Pastor Rick Warren with Daily Hope. In a moment, he'll be back to share a promising closing thought. But right now, please don't forget to visit us online at rickwarren.org. Maybe you're wondering what it takes to have a better marriage. Maybe you want to learn how to dig deeper into God's Word. Or you're just hoping to find healing for your hurts, habits, and hang-ups. You may find just what you need when you visit the online store at rickwarren.org. Also, you can request prayer and sign up for Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional. So please visit rickwarren.org today. And now before Rick returns with a closing thought, you know you wouldn't be human if there wasn't at least one relationship in your life that drives you absolutely crazy. Are you ready to make it better? It could be a boyfriend or girlfriend. Maybe it's a spouse, parent, co-worker, or neighbor. And it might be your nutty aunt who visits you once a year. Whoever the crazies are in your life, they do have the potential to bring you down and distract you from the life God really wants for you. And that's exactly why Pastor Rick would love to send you his six-part DVD series and study guide called the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. This was an extremely popular Bible study at Saddleback Church because it gives you the practical tools you need to survive difficult relationships God's way. It's Rick's gift to you to thank you for your donations supporting this Daily Hope broadcast. Now, you may have heard me say before that Daily Hope is 100% listener-funded, which is why your financial support is so very vital. So please take time today to call and give. And we'll say thank you by sending you Rick's six-part DVD series and study guide called the You Make Me Crazy Study Kit. And you can get started improving your tough relationships today. So call us at 800-600-5004. That's 800 600 5004. And if you can, please consider giving just a little extra to help Daily Hope stay on this station. And now, here's Rick. I've often said that hurt people hurt people. In other words, when people are rude and unkind, the truth is they're screaming to the world, I'm in pain. We make a mistake when we react to what people say while ignoring how they feel. When people are angry, they say stuff they don't really mean, and they use words without thinking. In fact, we all exaggerate when we're in pain. 
Now, the Bible says that wise people take other people's feelings seriously. We take them into consideration. Wise people look at the emotion behind the words that are said. This keeps us from minimizing somebody else's feelings. When you look at people's feelings, you don't try to convince someone who's tired that they're not really tired. And you don't try to convince somebody who's depressed that they're not really depressed. Proverbs 17, 27 says it like this. A truly wise person uses few words, and a person with understanding is even-tempered. You know, there are people all around you who are hurting. Today, show them kindness by considering their feelings and remaining even-tempered. I hope you'll join me next time as we continue to look at God's Word for our daily hope. And also follow me on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn. God bless you. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.